0: Hello and welcome to St. Paul's Faith to Go podcast, your on-the-go resource for everything you need to have faith discussions throughout your day, at home, at work, with your friends, and with your family. My name is David Tremaine. I am the Director of Outreach and Formation here at St. Paul's Cathedral.
1: And my name is Maya Little Sonia, and I am the Agape House Fellow here at St. Paul's.
0: So thanks everybody for tuning in and listening. We are going to be here uh, starting today, uh, bringing you podcasts every Monday uh, for your faith discussions throughout your day. Um, once a week, we'll have a topic for the week that we'll discuss and have some in-depth discussion and also uh, give you some reflections on the resources that we'll be putting up every week on our Faith to Go webpage through our website, which is at org slash faith to go.
1: And this podcast is for all ages, so be sure to tune in for all ages.
0: That's right. Yeah. Um, zero to 99, and even 100-year-olds, they can tune in also. Even then. So this week's topic, uh, as we begin a four-week forum series on creation care, and as we begin our Right 13 course, and then all age groups, Children, Youth, and Families formation, top to bottom, uh, we'll be talking about uh, the image of God and as it pertains to the first uh, creation story in Genesis 1 and what the implications are for our lives and as humans and as um, people that inhabit this creation. The and whole God's world. children. Exactly, exactly. So each week we're gonna ground our discussions in scripture one, so we're talking about the first creation story in Genesis, and then also in some part of the Christian tradition and theology. So today we have an excerpt from uh, St. Basil the Great, who was a fourth century theologian in the Eastern Church, um, though the church didn't split between East and West until about 1000 uh, CE. Um, But this is the last part in a homily series that he did um, about the first creation story. So this is St. Basil the Great talking about the creation of human beings. Let us make the human being according to our image and likeness. That's him quoting Genesis 126. He continues, Recently scripture showed us in passing and showed sufficiently what this word is and to whom this word is addressed. The church has proof concerning these things. It has faith more sure than proof. Let us make the human being. Begin to understand yourself henceforth. This saying is not written concerning any other things that were fashioned. Light came to be, and there was a simple command. God said, let there be light. Heaven came to be without deliberation concerning heaven. The stars came to be, and there was no deliberation beforehand about the stars sea and boundless ocean by a command they were brought into being fish of all kinds were ordered to come into being wild beasts and domestic animals swimming and flying creatures god spoke and they came to be here the human being does not yet exist and there is deliberation concerning the human being god did not say as with the others let there be a human being learn well your own dignity God did not cast forth your origin by a commandment, but there was counsel in God to consider how to bring the dignified living creature into life. Let us make. The wise one deliberates. The craftsman ponders. So did God lose God's skill? And did God deliberate in anxiety as God created in God's masterpiece, completion and perfection and exactitude? Or rather, did God intend to show you that you are perfect before God? So uh, we chose that reading um, because it's kind of an early church theology about what it means to be made in the image of God, what it means that, that God created us, and kind of has a, gives us an alternative understanding to the creation stories as to, instead of looking at the creation stories as a story about how our humanity is messed up and how we've fallen into sin and how we aren't working right anymore. It's kind of this idea of the this original blessing that that God uh put a lot of thought into us. And in our creation from God, in being made in God's image, we have this inherent dignity, this inherent goodness, and really this inherent perfection. Not in the way of being perfect like we're better than everything else or better than everyone else, but this idea of perfection more as wholeness that we are whole in ourselves because god made us because god had the forethought and the idea and we are more than just um something that used to be good that has kind of fallen by the wayside and needs something to make us good again we are all good and dignified in in ourselves and that is the story of creation tells us that um So what do you think, Maya?
1: I love this reading because I think the word that really stood out to me was dignity and dignified humans and how we have this innate worth and how we are made in God's image. Um, I just really also like that we started with the scripture and then we have the tradition, the church tradition. Um, St. Basil was a very prominent writer. And I really enjoyed hearing about God being a craftsman and molding us in his image, um, like a craftsman, that he gave us so much thought uh, in each one of us. Um, we were so individual and, that, and so unique that, of course, it is an artisan, a craftsman that created us.
0: Mm-hmm. So um, the next part of the podcast is going to be moving into the different age ranges uh, that we're providing resources for, for the Faith to Go web page. So those age ranges are 0 to 4 years old, 5 to 10 years old, and 11 to 18. And I would um, encourage all adults listening, whether you have kids at home or not, uh, to listen to the whole podcast because they're kind of, the themes are going to be building on one another. So we yeah.
1: And the themes are quite 18 plus as well mm-hmm. um that are applicable to adulthood. Um while they are age appropriate for the age groups, they also have transferable values.
0: And I just like the videos.
1: I really so I enjoyed think, <laughs> the, videos. I the videos. I thought they good. were really really well produced. I we enjoyed the videos quite a bit.
0: So one resource for each age group each week is going to be a video that we're going to provide discussion questions for. So what we're going to use is the video to kind of be the jump off, the starting point uh, for each one of these different age group discussions. So um, on the webpage, the faith to go webpage uh, for the zero to four-year-olds, there's a video um, about the creation story. Um, and it's... It's kind of like someone sketching out the creation story and and talking talking you through um, the first creation story. And so... um, It's
1: very cute. It's very visual. (laughs) Um, But it is very informational. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And at the end, they definitely simplify it. Mm -hmm. Um, They said, here's the simple version. Mm -hmm. And they do go over the creation story, the first creation story. Mm -hmm. And they say... You know it, it really provokes the discussion of who God is.
0: Because mm-hmm. um, it, it's for the zero to four-year- olds, right? So the, the very it's hard to kind of start a conversation about what who God is, right? So to start the conversation. You have to start at the beginning, and that's where the Bible starts. So I, you start with the creation story.
1: I heard this really funny anecdote from Bishop, our uh, presiding bishop Michael Curry when he was a young priest in, I think it was Philadelphia. Um, he was in, He was working in a parish, and his office was right next. Oh, he was a deacon. Mm-hmm. It was right next to the daycare. And this little boy on his way to the bathroom stops, and he says, are you God? He says no, but I work for him. Mm-hmm. And then the kid, when the kids go out to lunch, they're all saying, "Look, it's God," mm-hmm. and they all think that this man is God. He's like, "No, I, I mean, and I was a new deacon, and he did not want them to misconstrue it." Yeah. So I think it is very difficult to talk yeah. about who God is. I mean, if Michael Curry is God, then yeah. where does that leave everyone else?
0: And then, and basically, that's that's what we're. I mean, it's not just zero to four-year-olds that are asking this question, because we're all asking this question. Who is God to me? How does God work in the world? And that's exactly the point. By starting with the creation story, you you start having a concept and understanding of what God is by what God does and how God works and so it's not that we're asking that we're hoping to kind of sketch an image of what god looks like that's not the question of who god is that's we, not... we can only know who god is by how god manifests god's self in the world and mm-hmm. the first instance of that is through bringing light and darkness into existence and then the birds and the animals and the sea and the land and then the humans in god's image and then we have an entire scriptural tradition of how God is working in the world and how God is relating to human beings and to creation.
1: And in one of the videos, it says, The first person we meet is God in mm-hmm. the Bible. Mm-hmm. So it's, and you know, when presenting these uh, concepts and questions to your child, especially the zero to four year olds, uh, I wouldn't say that there's any right answer. Mm-hmm. I think all humans are searching for this. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any distinct answer that we can. Proof and as basil says you know their faith is more than proof Mm. and we can't necessarily prove that Mm -hmm. so maybe just presenting the question and holding it gently for your child Um,
0: and basil's basil is saying we have we have an understanding of who we are because of who god is and this starting with creation with the creation narrative to answer the question of to start to ask the question of who God is is kind of the opposite, is saying we're starting with what we see and then asking, who is God, what is God like because of what God did, what, because of what God does? So these kind of wondering questions that you can have with younger kids are, I wonder what God is like based on this story. I wonder why God created. I wonder what God is doing now. Um, these kind of wondering questions based on what we've seen God do, what we know god is doing in the world today and continuing to create
1: yes and it definitely ties into the community and what god is doing now and working in our lives in your child's life um we have blessings and uh intercessions and petitions daily Mm -hmm. where we believe that god is working in our Mm -hmm. lives and so it talks about that quite a bit
0: okay so The next age group is the five to ten-year-old age group, and this is a short six-minute video uh, from the Bible Project, Um, and it's about what it means to be, again, this one is moving beyond kind of the creation story to what it means to be made in the image of God. If the creation story says, in the image of God, God created them, male and female, God created them. Um, in God's image they were created.
1: And what is God's image because we just said there's no way to accurately depict who what God's image is. So what does it mean when we are made in God's image? Right.
0: And so it's and Basil has an, in another part of Basil's homily actually, after right after the one that the part that we read, he does push back on this exact thing. It's not that God looks like any part of creation. It's not that God's image is an indication us being made in God's image is an indication of what God's image is it's that relationally we have we have some sort of divine imprint and that's kind of also the if you if you listen to any of the the podcasts in advent that was the same kind of theology of the of the incarnation that we were trying to talk about too is that the incarnation is an indicator that we aren't just lowly humans that mm-hmm. we are human and divine with Jesus that Jesus reveals to us our humanity and our divinity our Im- the imprint that God has on us
1: and if we go back to saying that you know nothing in what Basil said that there's nothing in creation that can compare to who God is in that image like the idols the mm-hmm. video actually mm-hmm. touches down on that and talks about you know the golden calf and he ta- well it has a picture of it and it says you know we can't Narrow down God's image to just one thing in creation Mm -hmm. but we can look at creation and not maybe his physical attributes Mm -hmm. but as David said the relational attributes Mm -hmm. you know if God made humans to be loving and kind which we are as innately Mm -hmm. then isn't God loving and kind right
0: right and the video then goes on to say that God did make image of God's self and that is humanity that is us that we are the living, breathing, walking around relating images of God not in a physical way but in a kind of deeper, more mysterious spiritual way
1: the video also goes on to say that humans were the pinnacle of creation um, which you know was a very interesting take on it um, and it also relates back to um, what we believe in our worldview mm-hmm. um, as what sub, It also the video talks about so being humans being able to subdue and have dominion over the earth. So that goes back to our climate series and right. earth care. And um, that's a
0: place that we can pro, that we can kind of push back a little if you're uncomfortable with that idea, which is okay because um, there are significant implications to in both of these videos where it says you know God decided that God was gonna love humanity more than any other part of creation, you know, and that humanity has dominion over creation and authority over the rest of creation. And God had been thinking since the beginning, while making all these other parts of creation, how much God was looking forward to and wanted to make humans. What is what is that kind of supremacy? How has that manifested itself in our relationship to creation? I would say not in a great way. but that there is a way to think about the creation story of the equality of all of creation. And I think that's that's kind of the, the witness of, of Franciscan theology, is that not just in humans do you see the image of God, but in the tree you see the image of God. In the bunny you see the image of God. Mm-hmm. In all parts of creation you see God's image bursting forth. Mm-hmm. That through this created world, you can relate to god through any of these different parts of creation. And so there's some pushback there that can happen, and that's okay. You and can push back on that idea that we are the best part of creation. Well, that's that to say that we're equal with the rest of creation isn't to bring us down, but to bring everything else up and mm-hmm. make us all equal.
1: Well, the video also talks about um ruling and how the kings and in the uh regents of Uh, ancient biblical times that they thought they had the divine right to rule and they called themselves the image of God Mm -hmm. and the video suggests that God gave that right to the people Mm -hmm. in their innate humanity and uh, gave them the choice on how they would like to rule Mm -hmm. and Jesus his son shows us That the way to rule is to serve. So not necessarily have that dominion that we're talking about and not rule over the earth, but serve the earth Mm -hmm. and uh, serve each other Mm -hmm. because because we are made in God's image to rule like God. And God serves us daily. Um, He blesses us. And by serving others, because they're also made in God's image and to rule like God, how he treats us.
0: Mm -hmm. And so that... So the video brings in the idea that Jesus, as the image of God, as the new human, as the human one, shows us how to rule and have authority and over over creation, which is to serve, not only other people but also to serve creation. To uh, rule is to serve, and that is kind of the flip flop, the upside downness. Um, the kind of cultural radicalism of the gospel and of Jesus' message. And so that, the video tries to tie in kind of the beginning where people were, we are made in God's image and then Jesus showing us what ruling as people made in God's image uh, can look like.
1: And it, you know not only does the video talk about creation and each other, but also community, society how what does it mean to rule with politics with working with what jobs are vocation mm-hmm. uh, well, how we decide to work in this machine that is creation, mm-hmm. and what our calling is I think uh, the go- the video definitely emphasizes that, and with the pushback, I just have to agree with you, David, that it is okay. If you're uncomfortable with it uh, to, to interpret it and see it how and read more and read into context I believe mm-hmm. in Timothy it says that uh, all scripture is open to reproof and uh, interpretation so I think that we are able to interpret this as being servants of creation mm-hmm. and that's the way we rule
0: mm-hmm. You want to go into the 11 to 18 year olds?
1: Of course. So yesterday on the 23rd of April, we had a wonderful meeting that all ages uh, 11 to 18 and parents attended uh, for the Right 13 program we are doing, and we discussed, you know, the program, but we also discussed um, what it means to be human. Now, many youth had wonderful ideas. Uh, And we'll go into that later. But the the resource that we picked out uh, for the Write 13 program for this first week was um, by Dr. Maya Angelou, my my namesake actually, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, where it says, you know, it's she's on a show and she's the video is called "I Am Human," and in the video, she says uh, that her life is a class, very similar to the class we're doing Mm -hmm. uh, for Write 13. And she she kind of flips the narrative of um, we are better than creation that the other video suggests. And she says, "I am a child of God," and she really reveres creation. And she says, "The it which made fleas and mountains and rivers and stars made me," which flip that really uplifts creation. What mm-hmm. David, what you were saying, it doesn't make her any lower, mm-hmm. but it definitely raises creation up. Mm-hmm. And it, it definitely uh flips the narrative which I think is wonderful in The Supremacy.
0: Mm-hmm. Um she has this great idea of kind of the 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 idea that God that God the image of God is not just in in individual humans but in all of humanity. And so in in that vein all humans share a common humanity and so she has this the line that nothing human can be alien to me there are these terrible terrible things that happen and there's amazing fantastic things that people do and all of it is we we are are all capable of all of it and so holding both that kind of darkness and light in us the darkness and light that we see out in the world the constructive and the destructive what how, we choose,
1: the vocation, it goes yeah. back to that. How we choose to use, how, mm-hmm. she puts it, our energies. Mm-hmm. It goes back to the human project of how we choose to work in society, as the previous right. video did. And it's like
0: that idea that to condemn other people is to condemn us. What, how we treat other people is how we treat ourselves.
1: Precisely. And that
0: moves into kind of the article that, uh, we, that Maya uh, picked out for this week is an article about Ubuntu, which is a South African... Uh, idea and a term which means which is this idea that I am because we are. I have my humanity because we all have our humanity. If mm-hmm. I cannot thrive and flourish unless you are thriving and flourishing.
1: My humanity, when I look at you, is reflected back to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I when I see your humanity, I uplift my own mm-hmm. which goes back to us being capable and condemning ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and
0: yeah. And and back to, the, to being made in the image of God, that there is a link between the, the image of God and the image of humanity. That there is a link between God's capabilities and, and relational uh, abilities and ours. That all of us, all that love and joy and wonder that is in God and that is in Jesus is in you. And it's in each one of us. And that is the image of God that not just I am made in the image of God but everyone is made in the image of God and in, in in loving and respecting and serving others I am loving and respecting and serving God and I am loving and respecting and serving Christ just and all like people
1: yeah and I'm loving and serving just like God will and God does and then that makes me in his image so at the meeting you know like I said the the youth and the parents had wonderful ideas you know a parent suggested why don't we go around the circle and talk about what makes us human? You know, the first answer was to learn from our mistakes, in which I was very impressed with all of the answers, and that was a very good one. And uh, One you've said, it's about being a a cog, a wheel in the machine that makes the machine go and how you choose to do that. And, you know, serving others and loving kindness. Mm -hmm. So I I just want to leave off with that and what it means to be human and just really reflect on that Mm -hmm. and how that makes us in God's image.
0: So there you go. That was our, your rapid fire week one Mm -hmm. podcast for Faith to Go. Um, If you like the podcast, which I know you do because (laughs) you listen to it the entire way through, um, go to the Faith to Go webpage. Uh, We've got not only the podcast up on there, but for each of the age groups, um, we have the videos and then discussion questions for the videos. We also have something called Feast and F- uh, Faith and Feast, which is discussion questions for uh, dinner one night of the week. We have a stay and pray um, section, which is a liturgy or a time for prayer with your whole family.
1: Further readings with the articles.
0: Right. And so that's it. So if you have any questions or feedback, uh, you can send us an email and we'll talk about it in next week's podcast. You can email Tremaine d at org. That's uh,
1: all for us, and we will see you next week. Okay, thanks, everybody. Thank Bye.
0: You.